extroverts can fall into where they care what people think a lot because we're so people oriented. Yeah. I often did a lot of things for the laugh, mm-hmm. the attention, that sort yeah. of thing. Then I crossed over into this period of time where I was getting healthy and more spiritually mature. Mm-hmm. And instead of caring about what other people think, it was more about my spiritual relationship with God and what he thought. And that really was a freedom mm-hmm. thing yeah. for me. So I didn't even care anymore what other people thought, which actually benefited me more in my interactions with other people. Yeah. Hello and welcome to a really real podcast. I have been in the lesson, monitoring, decimal thinking, general nomen, and free mic, the rough, my new fragmenting, mit der Welt zu teilen. Ersten Anzen, Kara und Isaac. Hey, welcome to the Really Real Podcast, a show where three friends sit down for a drink and some refreshingly honest conversation about real life. So happy to have you along with us today. Here's what we've got on tap for the show. Need a refill. Kara is going to be talking about Zumba. Yeah. I think it's what, like twice a week or so Uh at the end of our show that we do, (laughs) our radio show on Real FM. You take on out of here. I disappear. Headed to Zumba. And you've shared with me before, that's a really important part of your week. It is. And sometimes I'm more consistent than others. But whenever I am, I'm always like, why am I not doing this more? I could not identify with that more. I don't (laughs) use Zumba, but like just with physical exercise, that feeling of like when you do it going Ah, this is amazing. This is why I do this. Right. So we'll get back to that in Need a Refill. In Multiverse of Madness, Isaac is taking us to a section of the multiverse where the Olympics are a thing, Mm. but they look a little different Mm -hmm. than they do in our universe. And I'm going to say we're all athletes in this universe, too. (laughs) Wow. So buckle up. That is a big change. Might be one of the the biggest changes in an alternate reality we've done yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, In Yelp, the world i am reviewing pizza oh oh because pizza is amazing pizza is amazing (laughs) and uh, i've been eating a fair bit of it lately (laughs) speaking of being an athlete that's right yes yes you got carbo loads so pizza athlete (laughs) so i'm going to share some reviews on some very specific types of pizza oh because it's not just pizza that i've been eating but unique pizza toppings oh okay you know i understand pepperoni sausage cheese pizzas those are fine yeah but there's a whole world out there there's a whole world of a Amazing pizza toppings. (laughs) We're going to dive into it on the show today. Wow. And then I am actually really excited for this episode's plus one. We have Christy Rodriguez, who is a podcast host. She hosts the Brave Place podcast. She's also the co-host of the KLRC Morning Show. Mm -hmm. And... She is one of our designated extroverts here on our team at Real FM. We are really excited to talk to her about extroversion because Mm. the three of us in this room If you had to put a number on it, let's say zero is like completely introverted. A hundred is completely extroverted. Where would you put yourself? Uh, I would give me like a 10. Really? 11. Maybe like zero is like zero is dwelling. Yeah. Like I am introverted. I am much more introverted than I think people realize. Yeah. See, I'm coming off of a weekend where I was surrounded by people. And I think I am both exhausted, but I enjoyed it more than I realized I would. Yeah. Uh I would honestly put me probably mid 40s. I think I probably am closer to extroverted than I realize. That's pretty high. Interesting. Because I am like, I really value being around people too. Yeah. 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 That's important to me. Okay. I was going to say like 2025. Yeah. So like in between you two. Yeah. But still very much on the introverted side. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe just a little bit higher. Well, I have yeah. a feeling Christy is on the other side oh, of 50 yeah. from the three of us. She smashed through the wall <laughs> on the hundred side. Which is going to be really good for us to be able yes. to learn about someone who's different than ourselves. Learn a little bit about what makes her tick and what makes the other extroverts in our lives tick. Because mm. all three of us also happen to be married to people who are probably on the other side of the uh-huh. scale from us. So yes, yes. We are. really looking forward to that conversation coming up here in just a little bit. First, let's talk about what everybody is drinking today. Kara, you actually just left the studio. I did. We were getting ready to record and you said, hold Hang on. up. 
first of all, it's my birthday. That's right. Happy birthday to Kara. <laughs> Thank you. You needed a birthday drink. I needed a birthday drink. What'd you go get? You'll be proud of this one, Anson. It is an eggnog latte. Ah, nice. Ooh. Which I've never had before. Oh, okay. But it sounded good. And I was like, I'd like to try that on my birthday. And I got a gift card to the coffee shop across the street. There you so go. I was like, nice. Oh, go get me have you taken latte. a drink yet? I have. Is it's, it good? What do you think? It's pretty good. Like I said, I don't often drink a lot of eggnog. So it's like a new flavor to my mouth that it's getting used to. But it's kind of fun. I like it. Okay. It's, it's like a different, I don't know, it feels festive. Good Christmas seasonal thing. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I've been uh, drinking eggnog as well. Yeah. I'm, I'm into the nog. It's definitely one of those things where like, if this was just a drink that was like a part of our culture or something, I don't know that I would oh, just yeah. drink it 12 months out of the year yeah. or something. <laughs> right. It's, I mean, it's like a very like heavy drink. Yeah. yeah. And it's very like rich, but there's something about once the calendar turns over to December, yeah. I get very excited about two things. Peppermint ice cream. Yes. There's something about that that just screams Christmas to oh, me. Yeah. Nice. And then eggnog. Uh-huh. Yes. I don't know. It feels right. Yeah. This time of year. Yeah. You know how people get all into the all the pumpkin spice stuff back yes. in like September, October. Yeah. Like that's me with eggnog uh-huh. in December. Uh-huh. Correct me, Spanish speaking listener or slash anyone who knows it better <laughs> than I do in this room. Anson probably. Maybe. Or Chata. Horchata. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, it's uh, cinnamony rice milk. Uh, okay. <laughs> I had yeah. that for the first time over the weekend. It's really good. That's oh. fun. I got taken to a pretty authentic Mexican restaurant in Kansas City. I was given horchata. <laughs> and I remember drinking it and I was like, oh, this tastes like the milk from after eating cinnamon toast crunch. Oh. And my friend Kevin was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I loved it. It was super good. That so. sounds I've super never had yummy. That, actually. So it's like a rice water drink mixed with cinnamon and sugar. I feel like I have had this. It's maybe. very, very good. It's yummy. It I feel like does I need to have it. Yeah. yeah. It kind of tastes like the milk from eating a bowl yeah. of cinnamon toast crunch. Okay. And you, I really like it. I think you can get it at some Mexican restaurants, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So next time you go out and eat chips and salsa. You know, okay. Yeah. And dairy hurts my chata. tummy. So this was like a oh. sweet, it's kind of like yeah. dairy tasting mm. beverage without right. the dairy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Perfect. Okay. Interesting. It's very good. Nice. All right. What's on repeat this week, Kara? I am listening to Tightrope by River Valley Ages. This one's a little bit, I don't know, just a little bit of a different flavor of music than what we oftentimes play on Real FM. It starts with a, what if we just started like... literally the beginning of the song and this that- song is sorry i don't want to like interrupt your story no, go ahead. Part, but it is like the <laughs> billy eilish of worship songs like uh, i mean like yeah like it okay. is yeah complete and total billy eilish vibes okay. like, I don't know. see i don't really know billy eilish very well so okay. i can't say that's like that's helpful it sounds exactly like i it. can confirm <laughs> yeah interesting well i really like it like enough that i have literally been listening to it on repeat on repeat Ooh. on repeat i don't know i like the metaphors of it mm-hmm. i like the feel and the vibe of it it's very very chill. The chorus is really interesting. The metaphors of you called me out on this tightrope. Never thought I'd go walking this far, but somehow it feels like my home walking this tightrope after Mm. your heart. So just kind of this idea of wherever you're calling me, I'm home. That's a line in the song. Even if it's hard places, good places, you're calling me there and and it feels like home. I don't know. It's kind of like a calming worship song that I really enjoy listening to. For Real FM, certainly we try to keep things, generally speaking, relatively up-tempo because energy and refreshment, those are things Mm -hmm. that we want to define Mm -hmm. the sound of the station. But I feel like an important part of that is stripping some of that away every Mm -hmm. once in a while. Mm -hmm. Like in key strategic moments, there also is a lot of refreshment Mm -hmm. to be found in something that's more chill and calm. Totally. Like where you need to cut out the drum beats and the hype for a second. And like take a breath. And it just feels like one of those breath songs. Like another one was like a similar vibe was Quiet. Yes, that was a good one too. Um, by uh, or, Elevation I, Rhythm. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one too. Yeah. It's a pattern interrupter. Yes. So like yeah. your brain notices it more. Right. You know, than just like you're like upbeat, upbeat, upbeat. Yeah. Okay, time to pause mm-hmm. and take a breath. Yeah. Just always good. My repeat this week is My Universe by Coldplay and BT. What? Yes. Okay, so <laughs> you, I'm shocked by this. This wow. is my character development from having working at this radio station. I am station. shocked by this. So, okay, listen. So, hold on. Sometimes. <laughs> hold on. 
Hold on. I like how I just commandeer both yeah. of your songs. Yes, yes, go for it. It's good. Sometimes we have you guys rate songs yeah. that we add to mm-hmm. Real FM. So I like yeah. float some songs to you guys and say, hey, scale one to five. What do you think of this? Because <laughs> yes. it helps me get some additional feedback beyond just my own noggin yeah. on like what's going to work yeah. on Real FM. Right. This last week, though, I think we were busy. There's a lot of stuff going on. I didn't yeah. ask you guys for ratings on songs. But sometimes I guess what you guys would rate certain songs (laughs) when I send them out. And I feel like about 80% of the time, I have a decent sense of like, Kara's going to rate this song a two or a three. Isaac's going to rate it a four. If I had to guess on this song, I would have guessed Kara rates this song a 4.5. Oh, yeah. Isaac rates this song a two. Yeah. Wow. At most. Yeah. yeah. And you're telling me this is your on repeat. So, okay. Now you, n- so now you may continue. background on this. <laughs> um, Milo X Lodo came out when I was like a sophomore or junior in college. Uh-huh. And I was like, everything is all yellow. Coldplay. That's really good. <laughs> I, I really liked that album. Yes. And I don't really know. Really good it album. was super yeah. good. Yeah. And I think that in this season right now, like through December, as it's getting colder, I just need more of the Coldplay BTS vibes. So I'm probably uh, more receptive to it. Yeah. yeah. Whereas like in summer when I'm like, it's crop tops and shorts and <laughs> heavy music, I'm going to be outside. I think when it's like, I need that extra shot of serotonin and dopamine Mm -hmm. this is like christmas carols for me i think where i'm like my heart grows three sizes (laughs) when i hear stuff like this is this like your eggnog yes yes bts is your eggnog born fire and eggnog it's a sweet love song i can think about my wife all mushy gushy with it right and i like it and it's got the doo-doos in it i love a good doo-doo in a chorus yeah i was actually kind of curious to ask you about this because i feel like Coldplay on Real FM has a little bit of that millennial nostalgia uh-huh. component it's, to it. Yeah. I couldn't remember exactly when certain albums came yeah. out or how cool Coldplay was at various points <laughs> in time. Yeah. But I was wondering if like Coldplay still had that connection for you yeah. or if you were just a little bit on the other side of that of like eh, Coldplay's like old fogey music. I'm kind of in like, <laughs> I think I'm at best indifferent to most of their music. Okay. But for some reason, like Milo hit me in college. Yeah. yeah. And that was a time when I was listening to more like pop electronic music mm-hmm. in general like had a big dubstep phase in college okay. and i think like that was right in the middle of that and it kind of solidified yeah. their general sound yeah. as like a positive part of my brain okay i'm way more receptive to coldplay they'll surprise you every now and then yeah so you, you have fun. surprised me for sure <laughs> my honor pete this week is drifting by all right, it's only fair since I interrupted both of you immediately after you started talking. Is there <laughs> yes. anything you would like to say about drifting by NF? It's a good one. This seems like you two would normally be switched on yeah. your on repeats this yeah. week. Okay. Yeah. Like normally Isaac would be the NF and you would be the Coldplay. Like more hip hop. Like. I could see that. Okay. Yeah. 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 So that's a little bit surprising. So I like this song by NF. I will give it this disclaimer. Isaac and I have had this conversation several times. Mm-hmm. NF is a known quantity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. He does his thing. Yeah. You know what his thing is. Yeah. When you <laughs> listen to an nf song it could not be anybody else right and i can't imagine him doing anything else like this type of song is just who nf is i think there could come a point for some people where they kind of start to get tired of that a little bit because it just feels like the same thing Mm, over and over and over again right and yet you go to an nf concert where you look at any of our numbers on Real FM in terms of what our listeners think of NF, yeah. he is killing it. People love his music. Yeah. And I think part of it is, yes, he's doing something that is kind of repetitive and like has very much just become his brand, mm-hmm. but no one else is doing this. Right. Like That's it's true. also very unique to him. Right. Mm. And I think it's very relatable to a ton of people who are like, yes, like this really difficult kind of dreary hard Mm. place is where i live a lot of the time that's that's where my mind is at and so i relate to hearing this kind of music and i don't really get it from a lot of other sources Mm. this song continues that it's very much an nf song but i will say i want to specifically hone in on the outro i almost feel like i could use the word hopeful Mm. with the outro of this song, which is not a word That's that not, I yeah. use with NF very <laughs> often. An NF word. It's yeah. not normal. But it really does almost feel hopeful at the end of it. And I'll qualify that by saying for NF. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. He says, tell me I'm worth it, God. Give me the faith to rise. Help me diversify to take a step forward. It's not necessarily like I have taken a step forward. That yeah. would be a little too much for NF. No, yeah. But like, <laughs> help, help me. me to take a step forward. Like there's a little bit of looking to the horizon right. there. Maybe it's possible. That's yeah. good. And I feel like that's a little tiny ray of sunshine yeah. <laughs> in an otherwise very cold, dreary NF world. 
God is my witness, definitive. I'm holding my head up. There isn't an innocent bone in my body, but that's what gives me the energy to renovate, to have to innovate past mm. intimidates. So he's like, I, I got to get past what intimidates me in order to mm. take a step forward towards that horizon. God, can you help me do that? Yeah. I hear you, NF. Yeah. I, I caught you. I, yeah. I heard that. I saw yeah. that. Yeah. I heard you like with a little <laughs> tiny like dose of optimism yeah, there. You. <laughs> yeah. You can't hide it from me. Yeah. I know it's in there. From the creators of Build a Badger comes the newest innovation in spam call blocking. Scam the Spam Answering Service. Are you sick and tired of spam numbers calling you about extending your car's warranty? Let our team of dedicated improv artists answer those calls for you. Thank you for calling the FBI tip line. Be careful what you say. This is Detective Whitaker. How did you know the victim? Miranda rights and all that. Code, the snowman operates at night. Do you know the muffin man? Anytime an unknown number calls your phone, it's immediately directed to our team of college and high school age drama students. They'll use their craft and all their angst against any would-be scammers. Hi, we're calling about your car's extended warranty. Oh, that's so funny. I was actually calling about your car's extended warranty. Wait, what? All right, all I need is your birth date and social security number. Wait, that that's not how this works. I don't... We'll make sure all of your daily spam call hassles are turned into a fun form of entertainment for you. A recording of each session will be sent promptly to your inbox to enjoy with friends. Please, I'm begging you. They, they don't let me hang up. Oh, we're just getting started. Need a refill? What we wish life would pour us a little more of. Another! I have been doing Zumba just for some background here, probably since 2010, wow. off and off and on, yeah. like not yeah. consistently in all that time. Some background for those of you who don't know what Zumba is. It's like a dance workout. And usually there's some Latin flavored mm-hmm. music involved, some okay. hip hop. So it's like this aerobic dance slash Latin. Is the like cliche version of this like the bright 80s spandex no. like, kind of stuff? No, it's That's much like, cooler than that. Yes, much cooler. No, okay. <laughs> not sweating like, to the 80s. Not quite. That's more like aerobics, okay. maybe, okay. or like jazzercise or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 This is a little more hip than that. It's like it tricks you into doing squats and different things right. like that. Ah. Like you're like, I don't know. Oh, I. Yeah. saw that. Oh, you know. I did exercise. Oh, yeah. Pulled a sneaky <laughs> on you. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But I have just discovered over the past, I don't know, eight years that this exercise is so life-giving to me. More than normal exercise, I got to say, because okay. we all know that exercise is good for us and gives you happy hormones, yeah, of right. course. But there's also all this research about how music gives you those mm. happy endorphins, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And dancing also gives you like an extra measure of endorphins. Mm. You put all of those things together and it's like this magical elixir mm-hmm. <laughs> that I just want to like put an IV in my veins <laughs> and like yeah. I want more of it. Yeah. Um, so it's funny because there's times life gets crazy and you know, you're like, oh, I don't have time to go to that class. And then mm-hmm. you kind of forget how awesome it is. And then every time I go back, I'm like, why am I not doing this all the time? Mm, because yeah. it makes me feel so good. Yeah. If I'm honest, if somebody plays a fast song with a good beat, good electronic rhythm, I will do just about anything. Yeah. There's so many times in class. Where I'm like, I'm about to die. I'm about to pass out here. And then the song will start playing that I'm like, I really like this song and all the dances. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. I'm good. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's yeah. crazy how much energy. It's so, so cool. crazy it how much yeah. energy the music can give you. And the other thing I was thinking about last night that I really, really appreciate about Zumba. When you first do your Zumba classes, you look like an absolute fool. Mm. You don't have a clue what's going on. Everybody else knows the moves. Yeah. You don't. You're like, mm. why am I here? I feel so stupid. But then slowly, as you go, you start picking up on them. You start learning them. Once in a while, they'll throw another new song on you. Like this happened to me a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, I've never heard this song. And I got a little bit stressed <laughs> about it. And I couldn't figure out this one move. Fast forward a week or two later, and the moves are like almost automatic now. They become mm. like muscle memory. I can almost mm. do them without thinking. And that is good for your brain. I don't often put myself in situations where I'm going to do something that makes me look or feel awkward mm-hmm. and like make myself learn something new. Yeah. yeah. Doing it in front of people in a group. Yeah. It's so good for you. Yeah, and like once sure. you learn it and you're like, I did that. And yeah. now I remember all of these moves and I can like do these songs and we're all doing it together. Like yep. <laughs> there's just something so empowering about that. That yeah. is 
very hard to explain, but I love it. I simultaneously like couldn't agree with you more and also wish you would shut up because that <laughs> is like the most terrifying thing in the I world know, to me. I know. Yeah. Like, but like kudos to you for doing that Thank you. and for getting yeah. out there. Like, because I, we're going to talk about extroversion and introversion yeah. later yeah. on the show. And like for a lot of introverted people doing what you just described, I know is it's really hard. And like, that's what I think about when yeah. I think about, wait, hold on. <laughs> dancing in front of of other people. Right. That's a no for me. And that's why it's so surprising because it would normally be a no for me too. And that's why it surprised me so much. It feels so counterintuitive to what I would normally gravitate towards. And maybe that's why it's so powerful for me. I did this thing that normally would terrify me. And like normally I would be like, "Uh uh-uh. It has been so helpful and gratifying and I've done it and I'm like, I didn't die. I did stupid moves in front of people. So what? So did they. (laughs) You You mentioned something about muscle memory and I think there is such a cool scientific voodoo that happens when we train our bodies to do specific movements and we hone that in and we start getting it right. Yes. Whatever it's Zumba, yoga, biking, running, like you get a good form Uh and you like train your body to do something and you see the progress you're making. It is so good for us. Yeah. And I feel like I'm made to do this thing. Yeah. There's there's probably hundreds of scientific papers written on this by people much smarter than us. But there is just something about learning a skill with your body, not even necessarily that involves anything else other than like your hands, limbs, feet. Exactly. Learning to make your body do something properly Mm -hmm. is so rewarding and so cool. It is. And it's very therapeutic, very, very therapeutic. And I think we all know that again, exercise is medicine, but more than any other exercise I've ever done in my life, Zumba has been great medicine. Get ready for the multiverse of madness. Things are about to get really weird. We're about to jump on that ginormous spaceship. You want to come? We're jumping into a different reality today in which everyday activities could qualify you for Olympic competition. And all of us are competing for gold in our respective specialties. I want you to think deeply about yourself and mm-hmm. maybe we can assess each other in this regard. Okay. So be fun. <laughs> I am at the podium about to be awarded for my efforts in what I think would be my specialty event, speed cold brew drinking. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Now yeah, yeah, yeah. this is nitro cold brew. That's nearly sub zero, like almost frozen oh, wow. temperature here in yeah. a cold dry ice glass or something. Wow. I'm standing up next to the other competitors <laughs> I assume a kid from Japan. (laughs) They're standing there. We're locked eyes. I grab the ice, cold glass, slam it. (laughs) I don't pass out or have a panic attack. Oh, good job. Qualifies me for gold medal. Right? Those are the two things that qualify me. It's not your cold brew, so you're either going to pass out from brain freeze or they like maybe wait with a timer for about 30 minutes to see who has an anxious panic attack or something. But you're resilient. Yeah. Yeah, I've built up a tolerance over the years. Yeah. Built up an immunity. Doing this exact same thing. <laughs> so, Kara, if your everyday specialties oh, man. were brought into the Olympics, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in what area do you think you would stand to yeah. get the gold medal? I want to say something more exciting or something more productive, but I really think conflict avoiding. Oh, I'm so good at this. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Like you could set up a little maze. I was going to ask what this looks like. Yeah. I like that. Okay. A maze. Little conflicts will pop up and I can like kind of dodge them. And yeah. like, it could be okay. like an them. arena with yeah. a Thanksgiving dinner set up. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and they bring in like each competitor's yeah. families and sit them down. Kara like walks around the corner of the maze. And like her crazy uncle is there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going like, you know what I think about the latest president's comments on? And she's yeah. like, no! Nah! And like somersaults out of yeah. the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Knee slides under them. Yeah. I feel like mine would maybe be the opposite of Kara's. <laughs> okay. It would be yeah. like debating things Ooh. with people. Yeah. All right. Like basically debate team, but as yeah. athletic sport. I like wow. that. Like when I joined the debate team when I was in high school mm-hmm. and we were sitting in there like our first class or two, the teacher, when she was like explaining kind of how this worked and she's like, what we're going to do is I'm going to give you like a topic. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to argue both sides of this topic. Like Ooh. you have to be able to argue both for this thing and against it equally yeah. well, because you don't know until I like call you up which one yeah. you're going to be arguing for which side. Oh, I was born to do this. Really? <laughs> I was born for this. That's incredible. 
cool. Like I it don't is. love like emotional debating, like with like a right. close friend or something. Yeah. On, like, right. like I don't want to get into a fight with a friend over a topic. Right. Yeah. But like just remove all of the emotion from it, and like just the facts, just the facts. like just yeah. argue in favor or against this thing. Oh, I can do that all day. That's long. That's fun to you. Wow. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so, impressive. I feel like debate team would be one of mine. Okay, I have a request. <laughs> yes, can we do something in this segment? Yes, it is interesting to hear everybody's takes on like the things they think they're good at. Yes, but I also want to hear. Oh yeah, what everybody yes. else thinks. I like that. Everyone is good at. Yes. So like oh, if Kara and I had to pick for Isaac, yes. okay. like what okay. would we choose? Because I have a feeling, I don't know, maybe, yeah, maybe it'd be right? something that you would pick up on too, Yeah. but maybe it would be different. I don't know. Oh man. Okay. okay. So we, we want to start with Isaac maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's start with Isaac. All right. <laughs> All right. The first thing that comes to mind for Isaac is animal rescuing. Oh. Professional animal rescuing. All right. So, yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know how that Olympic Kittens event is and set dogs up. Maybe and, there's yeah. like an arena of stray animals. <laughs> he has to see like how many he can get to follow him. <laughs> yes. Yes. That is really good. Something along those I like lines. That. that is a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking some sort of like Gen Z lingo spelling bee. There it oh, is. Oh, okay. That's like a, a good one. like modern internet slang yes. as a spelling bee. Oh yeah. Right. Okay. So it's like the have you ever seen the national spelling bee on like yes. ESPN? Oh, yeah. Like it's a, like it's that. Yeah. Except for all the words are like <laughs> words that I don't even know. Chewy. <laughs> I just yeah. learned that one recently. Okay. Yeah. 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 So. I feel like I could be reasonably accomplished in both of those fields. Yeah. 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 Okay. That. So you feel like those are good fits. I think if you put a kitten in one room and like <laughs> in front of the kitten was like a football linebacker squad ah. and my goal was to get to the kitten, I'd get there. You could do it. I'd get yeah. there. No I believe problem. that. Superhuman strength. <laughs> I believe Activates that. Activates yeah. on site with kittens. That's awesome. Do we want to do Kara next? All right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what we would necessarily call this event, but I think Kara would be given a person she would be given like a three minute interaction with this person uh-huh. and then based off of that she would have to create from scratch like a dessert for that person <gasps> oh i like ah. that i That's think fun. that kara is super intuitive mm-hmm. and she's also a very good baker uh-huh. yeah she couldn't ask questions about like specific tastes or anything but she should just get the vibe yeah of the person right i like that yeah, yeah. and you're a very perceptive person so yeah. if you pick right. up on that kind of stuff uh-huh. like yeah. I, I get who this person is and what they would want something about about them fun. screams peppermint like yeah. that like inside of she'd be making these calculations this is a peanut butter person right, right. so that's, that's a really that's good a one. really oh. good you'd idea be, you'd be going up against like some german grandma who's I'm, like yeah, an accomplished yeah. right. cookie master oh and you're like gosh, you're going down brinzel yeah. watch out fraulein yeah, yeah you're getting kicked in the pants oh that's amazing i've got this one i want this to be a reality show now <laughs> That does sound, man. Okay. I have to think of something uh, good. That's a really that good was, one. That was a really good one. Yes. Thank you. Kind yeah. of similar to like Isaac's like gathering stray animals. Right. Yeah. But for Kara's, it would be less about like quantity and more like the yeah. quality of a relationship would, with a single right. animal. <laughs> yes. So like Kara gets like 10 minutes in a room uh, with like a single cat to earn their trust. To earn their trust. Yeah. That's good. And then like by the time she comes out, this cat is like, you know, like those like show dogs and yes. like, like, yeah, the American Kennel Club, yeah. like yeah, yeah. best in show. Like they're literally like it's like Glued a cat that's me. like healed yeah. to her hip. She's got and the like, cat walking on twos. Right. That's like doing awesome. all these incredible tricks. And oh, like, yeah, that. it's like this like bond creation with an animal. She's one over Mr. Whiskers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the crowd's going crazy. Mr. Whiskers just completely infatuated. I, would, right now. I, like that. Yeah. Yeah. I would very much like to do both of those things. Yeah. For Anson, I would see speed computer building like you would be given like a table full of parts (laughs) and like the prompt is you have to do this computer blindfolded just by feel only and you'd be against like a bunch of other like makes me think of like the guys that do the speed rubik's cube solving yeah 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 <laughs> like it's yes. like, yeah. yeah, trying to do that, but with a computer. Because I have okay. seen the computer that Anson has built, and it's, it's very, it's very small, and he did it really well. Yeah, and I think that he could do it blindfolded. Okay. That's a good idea. Good I appreciate idea. the vote of confidence. <laughs> blindfolded would definitely add a layer of difficulty, <laughs> for sure. I'm gonna say, and this is related to your debate, but like on a different side. Okay. A professional 
negotiator. Ooh. But like with families, kind of like a mediator uh, coming in and like interpreting, okay, here's ooh. what this side is saying and here's what this side is saying. Now, if we can come together and talk about that, like I've seen you do that and you're really mm. good at that because you're an INFP and you have a very good understanding of the dynamics mm. in most situations. And I think I like you'd that. be really good at like coming in and being like, all right, here's what's actually going on. Let me interpret underneath Ooh, all of the like things. Like a giant group therapy session. Basically. <laughs> so we're back to the Thanksgiving table this. again. Yeah, yes, yeah. We are. But instead of, of simply running event. away from it, You're actually I have like, to like sit down and get everybody to become friends yes, yes. by the end of the dinner. This would be an something. incredible TV show. Right? Like I'm just thinking that we have Wouldn't so it? much overlap with Kara's table event. Yeah. Like we could have multiple <laughs> Olympic events going on at the same time. Just with the Thanksgiving table. Different cameras and commentators all cutting across. <laughs> Meanwhile, over here. Isaac's trying to teach everybody at the table Zoomer. Zoomer language. <laughs> no, this is why Phil's canceled. And then like Anson's trying to come in and like, well, he did say that because. <laughs> this is what he means. This is where Isaac's coming from. Right. And yeah. Kara's just under the table. Yeah. <laughs> it's time to yelp the world where we rate anything because you're dying to know our opinions about everything. Right? This is literally the most exciting thing I've ever seen. My wife and I, over the last few years, we've, I say we, it's really more she, mm -hmm. has taken up meal planning for mm -hmm. our family okay. because one of the things that stresses her out is at the end of the day, if she's making dinner and she doesn't know what to make. Yes. Right? Have you ever been in that situation oh, where you're yeah. like, okay, we need to eat something. Yeah. <laughs> maybe not like boxed mac and cheese yeah. again. And it feels like it takes so much energy just to figure out what we mm -hmm. should have for dinner. It yeah. does. And then we usually end up eating things that are less healthy or right. whatever. So she's decided, okay, now we're going to meal plan. We're going to plan ahead for the rest of the week. Mm -hmm. It also helps with grocery shopping and that mm -hmm. kind of thing. In the last few months, we we're kind of getting into like some ruts again with something like eating the same kind of thing. Because yes. you kind of just get into this like, well, I know how to make that and it's easy right. or whatever. Yeah, totally. And so she was like, one thing maybe that could help us to come up with more ideas is if we came up with like a specific genre of food mm -hmm. to eat on certain nights of the week all right right so like for example taco tuesday yeah okay so yep. we're gonna have taco tuesdays but we don't just have to have tacos we can have any sort of mexican food i like that so like it might that. be tacos it might be quesadillas it might be mexican rice or whatever I love yeah. that kind of gives you like a starting point but then you can be creative within that thing yeah right. so one of the days of the week that we came up with that we've been doing for the last couple months is pizza night Ooh. all right so friday night we don't have work stuff or meetings. My wife's day off. The kids can stay up a little late because they don't mm, have school the right. next morning. Yeah. So we kind of established Friday night as our like family night nice. where we're going to either watch like a show or a movie. And then we're like, we should have pizza, pizza and a movie. Kind yeah. of thing, right. Like, yeah. that's, so fun. that's a good idea. Lately, we've been going through The Chosen with our oh. kids. So we've been watching an episode of The Chosen. Nice. And eating a pizza. My wife has also got really good at, which I'm really thankful for making pizza crusts it's yeah. next level so That's she awesome. makes a pizza crust and then we make a fun pizza to eat together as That's a family so That's fun. Cool. we started off with like the basic kind of stuff sausage pizza pepperoni some different kinds of cheeses or whatever like <laughs> yeah. the traditional like marinara sauce yeah and then we realized pretty quickly like okay we gotta like if we're gonna have pizza every friday we gotta diversify we gotta, we gotta branch out <laughs> yes we gotta come up with some stuff <laughs> yeah. that's different we started looking up like crazy out there funky pizzas yeah and started making these things and so i wanted to review for you today oh goodness my top five wow funky pizza combos okay that i've enjoyed on buyer family pizza night this all is right. awesome all right okay Here okay, they are. okay. Right. number five i'm gonna go with the reuben pizza what oh what have you had a reuben sandwich yeah i have okay so like corned beef yeah sauerkraut yep and then Thousand Island dressing. Wow. So you use like Thousand Island as the sauce. Yeah. And oh, then okay. you put like sauerkraut what? and corned beef on it. Oh my gosh. It's actually really good. Do that's, your kids like that? Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, that's like. Usually we make two pizzas. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We yeah, make yeah, like yeah. the funky pizza and the classic pizza. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. They usually try it. That's good. Yeah. Some of them they like more than others. Yeah. yeah. I was going to be That very one was surprised. probably not one that they were as crazy <laughs> yeah. about. But I really sense. liked it. Okay. It was really good. I could see that. And I was kind of unsure about sauerkraut on yeah. pizza. Some people don't like sauerkraut at all. I actually really do like it, like on a Reuben sandwich and right. stuff. But on a pizza, I was like, is it going to be soggy? So you got to like get the sauerkraut and you got to like put it on some paper towels and like get all the moisture out of it. Okay. And then you put it on the pizza. All right. Anyway, That's it's actually smart. really good. I if, love that. If you like Reuben sandwiches, you would definitely like okay. the Reuben pizza. Very Interesting. cool. Okay. So number four, 
spinach artichoke dip pizza. Oh, oh. bro, that sounds good. I love spinach artichoke yes. dip. Yeah, it's like yeah. my favorite kind of dip. Yeah, it's that on pizza. That's all there. You got me. Yeah, like yeah, I don't yeah. sold you, easy. You're normally doing that with like the tortilla chip. About to say right. the crust is basically your tortilla chip, <laughs> but it's a pizza. <laughs> Take me there now. Yeah, I mean that <laughs> one. The only today. downside of that one is like it's so good when you start, and then by the end it's like so heavy. Oh like, yeah. Oh, like, <laughs> yep, I'm ready. It's so good. Bring it. All right. Number three, this one is maybe not quite as out there. If you've been to some like funky, fun pizza places, they probably have this one. Uh-huh. But buffalo chicken pizza. Yeah, yeah. that's yep. a popular. You yep. get like the mm-hmm. hot sauce or like the wing sauce oh, yeah. and the chicken. I'm a pretty big sucker for hot sauce or yeah. Like yeah. wing sauce. Pizza is a good like medium for it, too, though. Hot sauce, I feel like, is great because it pairs neutral crust, like a little zingy, spicy thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they kind of balance each other out really well. I can yeah. see that. So it's not like overwhelming, like hot sauce flavor. Yeah. But it also like dresses up the the plain, the yeah, crust yeah. and the plain. That's plains. cool. I like yeah. that. All right. These are my top two. And I had a really hard time picking which one was number one. These are by far like they're in a tier of their own. OK. Ooh, these okay. are my two favorites. Right. And I had never had them before. Wow. Until we made them. So okay. they're they're pretty unique too. Number two, steak and blue cheese pizza. Whoa. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one's gonna be controversial because I know some people don't like blue cheese. Yeah, that's okay. Either of you guys like I'm a blue, blue cheese? cheese enjoyer. I, you are? Okay. I don't mind it. I don't like hate it. Okay. Um, Here's the yeah. thing though. Even if you're kind of like, hey, blue cheese, I don't know. <laughs> that's my wife. She's yeah. not a blue cheese fan. Mm-hmm. But basically the way that you do this, instead of just like throwing blue cheese crumbles on it, you actually make like a blue cheese sauce. Oh, So what? kind of like you're making like almost like an Alfredo sauce. Oh, yeah. Okay. But then you mix blue cheese into it. Okay. Okay. I, so yeah. it's not like overwhelming blue cheese flavor but it's got like the hint of it in there okay that actually sounds and so it's like this alfredo sauce white sauce kind of on the pizza and then you've got mozzarella Uh cheese and then you get like little thin cut steak Uh uh-huh incredible yeah and maybe some onions or you can put mushrooms on it too if you like mushrooms so good sounds good so so good i would be willing to try that i'm a huge blue cheese fan like i said my wife not as much but she actually still liked it okay this was the one that she almost was like we're not even going to make this one because <laughs> she doesn't really like steak she doesn't really like blue cheese yeah so she was like this is a non-starter for me yeah but i was so excited about it i was like we have to we'll make it. another one you don't have to eat any yeah. of it i'm going to eat it I'll and eat she tried thing. it and she was like okay for something that is primarily based on two ingredients i don't particularly yeah. enjoy yeah it was actually pretty decent that's nice. impressive so definitely give that one a try right on and then my number one favorite pizza another one that sounds really weird but it's so good dill pickle and bacon pizza wow i'm slowly gonna just vomit as we talk about this one (laughs) i'm ready you're not a fan of pickles no i like pickles i like pickles on sandwiches or yes different things i'm not gonna tell you that if you hate pickles you're gonna like this pizza i'm ready to hear it that's probably not it that's probably but if you like pickles on other things pickles on a pizza sounds weird. Yeah. But for whatever reason, it just works. Okay. Really, really well. Interesting. So okay. you get this again, like white sauce, kind of Alfredo y, like butter uh, sauce. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. And then mozzarella, diced up pickles. And then you make a bunch of bacon and put the bacon crumbles on there. And it's kind of like a, I don't even know. It's like a bacon Alfredo vibe. Like if you were eating like pasta with like Alfredo Uh sauce and bacon, but with just a little bit of like salty flavor. Okay. The pickles add this like, I don't know if we're supposed to reference alcoholic drinks on the show, but like like a margarita (laughs) works well with like the salt on the rim of the glass. And it's kind of weird. You're like, why would I want salt in a drink? Right. But like with that, it just. It works. It works. It's kind of the same yeah. thing with the pickles okay it adds this kind of like so salty dill flavor like also i don't know if you've ever used dill just as a yes. seasoning yeah. in things yeah. mm-hmm. i love dill seasoning okay. okay and it kind of gives like that vibe mm-hmm. with salt on your bacon alfredo that's right. fun wow it just works nice. so, oh that's so cool all right so i'm so impressed you guys are doing you have your little, little yeah the fact that y'all pizza are pizza actually parlor. like trying new stuff is very impressive five out of five all right buyer pizza night you know maybe there's certain parts of this you're like eh i don't like yeah. sauerkraut or i don't like pickles or whatever there might be one or two of those if you just google them like you'll find recipes oh, there's a you need to share the recipes with us all right that yeah, you can good. you can yeah. definitely find the recipes yeah. for these it's really fun just to like try some crazy oh, stuff yeah. you might be surprised how much you actually like it that's awesome
From the creators of Scam the Spam comes the special holiday edition. Whenever you get those pesky calls, our Scam the Spam talents will now be bringing your would-be spam caller some Christmas joy in the form of brand new and exciting characters such as a distracted mom trying to tell a story while also organizing their fridge. See, babe, and that's when your cousin Steven, you know the one with the weird foot? That's when he... Wait, how old is this marinara sauce? Are you coming home this year? A dad right in the middle of putting lights on the house. Hold the ladder! I can feel it wiggling! You're not holding it! Hello? Who's calling? A grandma who thinks she's being FaceTimed. Hello? I can't see you! Hello? Look at what Mr. Whiskers did to his bed! Why's the screen black? Scam the spam. We've been trying to reach you about your extended happiness. Plus one of the show where we learn from others because we need all the help we can get. The whole pleasure of being a human is in being stupid, but learning to be less stupid together. Now it is time for Plus One. This is the part of the show where we invite a guest to join us to teach us some things because there's a lot that the three of us don't know. We're really excited on this <laughs> episode. I know. Shocking. <laughs> On this episode of the podcast, we are really excited to have Christy Rodriguez join the show. Welcome, Christy. Hey, hey. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for being here. Christy is a host of her own podcast, The Brave Place Podcast. Mm -hmm. She's also the co-host of the KLRC Morning Show. And for the purposes of this show, perhaps the most important aspect of Christy that you need to know is that Christy is a big-time extrovert. (laughs) The rest of the three of us as we've talked about on the show before, our big time introverts. Mm-hmm. We're excited to talk to someone who's a little bit different than the three of us in that way. But also, we've been really excited to have Christy working with us as a mm. coworker because of the really unique qualities that Christy yes. has brought to our team, particularly Aww. as an extrovert. Mm. Yeah, there we is something <laughs> about having a good extrovert that can yeah. come in and just like save the day with really difficult stuff for introverts like human interaction yeah (laughs) yeah being Uh happy yeah yes (laughs) being willing to leave their desk and occasionally talk to other people having conversations yeah when we're all at our desks at the station and i hear the door open my heart stops beating i'm like oh no another person i don't know is here Whereas my heart leaps for joy. Yeah, you're exactly. like, oh, somebody's here. And that is just like a magical quality yeah, to us. That's something that it. we really, really appreciate. We really so we're excited to learn a little bit more about what in the world could possibly make you excited <laughs> about yeah. interacting with other people. Tell us more. On the show today. Uh, this is actually uh, something that I think is kind of interesting. And I'm curious, actually, for your take on this, Christy, uh-huh, if you feel uh-huh. the same way. Maybe five to ten years ago, it felt like to me that extroverts were kind of the group of the two that were a little more highly prized, if you will, in our Mm -hmm. culture. Man, we really value people that can get out there and be self-starters and build relationships with people and network and do all these things. And then we started to like notice introverts a little more and be like, no, we need to appreciate the unique skills and talents and personality traits of Mm. this group over here as well. Uh Feels like to me, we started focusing more and more Mm. on introverts because maybe they had been underappreciated before. And now it almost feels like to me, we've gotten to this point where it's almost switched a little bit. And we're like, mm. and now that we really appreciate the introverts and they're like unique brooding, uh, yeah. like <laughs> absence. <laughs> yeah. But there, there's something absence. almost like desirable about that like now. The like, mystery, the right. mystery yeah, of the they're, introvert. They're an yeah. enigma, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and the extroverts, I mean, we already, we had them figured out. We already out. know what we you're all about. about. Right. They because, just run around and yeah. do their thing. Yeah. Have you yeah. felt any of that at all? Like, is that an accurate portrayal um, of like what's happened? Or? Maybe a little bit. I do think that either way we need both i think extroverts we would all wear each other out and introverts no one would talk yeah but we do we need both of us and you're right extroverts seem to get a lot of attention which we call for it right we're like (laughs) hey even when it comes to jobs and that sort of thing Mm. um i have noticed that i might find myself in this random crazy position i remember one time (laughs) one time i called my parents and i was like hey I'm thinking about taking this job. I'm going to go with Rock and Ray and the Sky Dogs, and we're going to go <laughs> perform halftime shows with these dogs. What? And my mom was like, "What? Like, 
<laughs> where did you There's meet so this many guy words in that sentence that, that yeah, are yeah i'm yeah. like what yeah and <laughs> and i was like up. mom i mean it just sounds like such a great opportunity she's like absolutely not you're not going with rock and ray and the sky dogs <laughs> but but that right there is an example of what an extrovert might fall into versus an introvert yes. who would actually process it, yeah. think about it, <laughs> right, and reason about it. Whereas an extrovert, so there are pros and cons to both for yeah. sure. Of where, the subset of people more likely to run away and join the circus, it's just like <laughs> extroverts. Be, yeah. You're in that group. You're, 100%. You might be more in that camp than maybe an introvert. Hundred wow. percent. I love that. But yeah, so the, it's definitely extroverts tend to be more impulsive. We actually process mostly out loud, uh-huh. whereas an introvert would process more internally, get mm-hmm. alone, figure things out, and not be so impulsive and less likely to put their foot in their mouth, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> I think introverts are super wise. Like I, I look at you guys and I'm like, wow, how do they know that? <laughs> No matter what we're talking Aww. about, you know what I'm saying? That's so, so sweet. That's no. nice. The way that we look at you in awe and think, wow, she can talk to people. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> the Jedi mind trick power of actually just having right. a normal human conversation. Right. Is lost on me. <laughs> she like, do that. <laughs> well, you guys sell yourself short because I have a lot of really good friends that are introverts mm. and, and I feel like we complement each other very well. And you guys mentioned that mm-hmm. your spouses are extroverts. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. All yeah. three yeah. of us. Yeah. yeah. I think that mix cool. is definitely important. That balance that you're talking about. And And it is fun, too, how sometimes I think both different groups of people can be a little bit baffled and amazed, but also very appreciative of the different strengths of Mm -hmm. each group. And that's a good segue because I spent the last year with Brie working from home for the most part, and she's an extrovert. I watched the toll that Mm. COVID and isolation took on her as an extrovert. So I want to ask you. How are you doing <laughs> coming out of 2020? You like, okay? as an extrovert, having that year, what was that like for you? Because Brie barely made it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will tell you, at first, it was a struggle. But then, being the extrovert, I was like, something's got to change here. So then I just started having parking lot meetup dates with people where we would literally <laughs> sit in our chairs eight feet apart in wow. parking lots of different restaurants. I'm not kidding you. Wow. We would go through the drive through. And okay. so, I, I made it work. You're like, work. we're going to do whatever we have yeah, to do. My life depends on this. Yeah. That's wow. an extrovert right there. That's yeah. incredible. That's awesome. Very resourceful. How long did it take you kind of when the pandemic started to realize, okay, I have to do something? Yeah. Was it like two days or was there any yeah. period of time at the beginning of the pandemic where you were like, actually a little bit of alone time? Was there any period of time where that was nice at all? Or were you just instantly like, no, nope, yeah, can't handle I this? I would say the first two hours of the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> We're and really over it. I really yeah. grew a lot in that two hours. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. And then I, I branched out and started calling my people. Yeah. Um, no, I think definitely the pandemic took a toll on extroverts for sure. But we are so inclined to call people and talk to people. Mm. It really is energizing to us. So yeah. mm-hmm. when it comes down to that, I'm going to do what I have to do. That's We're going to have parking lot dates. Yeah. We'll do it. Do you feel like you always knew that you were an extrovert? Like even as a child, did you feel like you had these like really outgoing, I need to be around people tendencies? Because I have heard from some people where they say like, I kind of thought I was one thing mm. as a kid. Like I felt like I was kind of shy or whatever. And then Hmm. I kind of had a period of time, maybe in adolescence or whatever, where I kind of came out of my shell and I realized, no, this is who I am. Honestly, I, little Christy has always been all about the party. Yeah. So that's always been the deal. But I will say, as I've gotten older, I have noticed that I've kind of gone more into introversion and the sense of I do value my alone time more than ever Mm. now. And I talked to some of my friends and I'm like, you know what? I think I just need like two or three days to myself. And that is a big deal. I'm just saying that's (laughs) not normal. So So would you say is that growth for an extrovert to be able to be alone and be comfortable with that? Yes, I would say that's gross. Hugely. That's yeah. so interesting. Yeah. yeah. So maybe it's more just kind of as we grow, we start to understand the healthy yeah. nature of yeah. balance and like some we of start those to balance areas. Out. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense because COVID showed me how valuable even just limited human interaction is for yes. me because I started consistently making like friend dates after this mm. was all over and we mm. could start going to do things. Okay. Like, so it made you value. Yes. Once people. a week I'm yeah. meeting with somebody. I've yeah. got to have that now. That's, so yeah. that's just crucial for me. And before that, you would have said, well, I can go months without seeing people. And then I actually did that and I was like, oh, let's never do that again. <laughs> like that's that's bad. This is kind of a twofold question. 
when has extroversion for you felt like a superpower? And then on the other end, like when has it felt more of like a handicap in your life? That's a good one. Sometimes in conversations, whenever I get amped up about something, I will go on and on about it. Mm. And so sometimes I'll even have that self-awareness that I feel like I had to learn where I will ask the person, hey, am I wearing you out? (laughs) (laughs) Like, is this too much? You know, do we need to take a break (laughs) and come back for round two in the conversation? So that's right. So I can see how maybe sometimes it may have been too much. And mm. and also extroverts tend to be more impulsive. And so I would find myself in some sticky situations a lot of times. Sure. Like, mm. how did I get up in this airplane? Like, <laughs> and w- with a, like what just happened? Yeah. So that is a common issue. You know, why am I face to face with a lion right now? Yeah. Like just, I was at a, a zoo one time and. <laughs> She's serious. No, and that's the thing. You will find yourself in a lot of ridiculous <laughs> situations, but also I think sometimes because of my willingness and desire to talk to people, Mm. there's a natural curiosity that has played in to my benefit because people Mm -hmm. love to talk about themselves, right? And one thing that my curiosity into people and loving to talk to people has done is I'm really naturally interested in people and they enjoy talking about themselves. They say the number one thing a person likes to hear is their own name. Mm. And so I've always made it a point to remember people's names because I truly care about people and I want to know about you. Mm. And as an extrovert, that in and of itself has played to my advantage because it has blessed me in ways where I do have a random job offer like Rock and Ray in the Sky Dogs. You know, <laughs> I don't know if that's a blessing, but I'm just saying it, it has opened up opportunities yeah. in, mm-hmm. in that way, opened up opportunities for me to bless people. That's been a, a really cool part of that. But I will also say a misconception sometimes because I am confident in talking to people. Some people have misstrued that as cockiness. Mm-hmm. Oh, and wow. that's really not my heart behind it at all. I'm just yeah. not afraid to talk to you. Yeah. Right. I can see that. Yeah. I have a Christy story. Okay. We went to a concert not too long ago and I'm always so thankful when Christy is assigned to a concert with me or Holly. Holly's our other designated extrovert because I'm like, oh, good. Okay. I don't don't have to carry the weight of like (laughs) trying to like put myself out there. And they literally had a little competition where Holly (laughs) would choose a random stranger that was walking by that looked like the most sour, angry person on the planet. And she'd be like, Okay, Christy, make them laugh. Yeah. I dare you. Make Incredible. them laugh. Make them smile. And she did it every time. <laughs> yeah. like she would pick the yeah. most grumpy person and she would just pull out some random phrase and totally make them laugh and smile. That and I'm like, amazing. I would want yeah. to crawl under a desk and disappear <laughs> oh, if for I sure. had yeah. someone told me to do that. And Christy yeah. was like, yeah, I got it. Watch this. And it was amazing. That really is a superpower. <laughs> do you like like personality types and that kind of stuff? Like, is that something that you're into at all or that are you interested in or not a so A little much? bit. Like, Give me a t- type that you're thinking of. Well, I was just curious because I think both with like the personality profile kind of stuff and then also with like extroversion and introversion, that's a part of that Mm -hmm. kind of equation. Mm -hmm. Some people feel like all of that stuff, personality typing, extroversion versus introversion included is like a a limiting thing. Mm. You know, it's kind of like a box that you get put into Mm. or a cliche that you get Mm -hmm. attached to. And then you're like largely defined by that thing. Mm -hmm. Right. So we're like, Christy is an extrovert that defines who she is as a person. Mm -hmm. And then everything that we know about Christy kind of revolves around that thing. Mm. And so I'm kind of curious, like, do you think about extroversion and introversion as you've learned about it as something that helps you like understand who you are? Or is it something that at times you kind of find like limiting or even Mm. aggravating of like, yes, Mm. I'm an extrovert, but there's also more to Christy than just Mm. being an extrovert. I definitely think because a lot of times naturally my personality is into people, there's a pressure there too. Like, Hey, invite Christy. She's the monkey with the symbols, right? She'll she'll entertain the people. And and so there's a little bit of a pressure there sometimes. And so then there's this part of me that's like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be a part of that. To answer your question, I feel like sometimes other people might put me in that box. Mm -hmm. And there are other aspects of Christy, you know, that wants to be alone for five minutes. There's that girl. Do you feel like there are times where your introverted friends still kind of like misunderstand you or misapply some of those like common cliches about extroverts? Now in my older years, probably not. I feel like there's really good communication Mm. on on Mm. both parts. One thing I will say that also improved, like I've always been an extrovert. 
But there was something that happened whenever I was going through my own life changes. Um, just uh, I have a history of addiction and I went through recovery and all that sort of stuff. And extroverts can fall into where they care what people think a lot because mm. we're so people oriented. Yeah. Mm. And so I often did a lot of things for the laugh, like the mm. attention, that yeah. sort of thing. Then I crossed over into this period of time where I was getting healthy and more spiritually mature mm. and Instead of caring about what other people think, it was more about my spiritual relationship with God and what he thought. Mm -hmm. And so man took a back seat and I just started living for God. And that really released a lot. It was a freedom mm, thing yeah. for me. And so I didn't even care anymore what other people thought, which actually benefited me more in my interactions with other people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was a big plus for me as far as my spiritual growth. And how that impacted me. And I feel like now I'm more self-aware and I'm more into people than ever before because mm. really I'm serving a new God now. And, yeah. and, and that's so that interest in people Jesus. is still there. Yeah. It's just for a different reason. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to say that's something I really admire about you. When I observe you talking to people or hear you on your podcast interviewing people, I feel that genuine curiosity and interest from you mm. that often from people is not genuine. Mm. And if I'm honest, sometimes it's not genuine for me, mm. like from myself. Like yeah. I know I need to be right. interested. And so I'm like making myself. But whenever I talk to you, I feel like it is so genuine for you. Like you are so genuinely like, I want to know about you. Yeah. And that is magnetizing. Like that's mm. so, so amazing to me. Yeah. And that's such a gift that I think is probably a part of your history and a part of that development of like, you know what? This is about you, God. This is about you and me. And so then you can turn towards others in a way that's so open and welcoming mm -hmm. rather than worrying about what they're thinking about you. And I think that's a beautiful gift. Mm -hmm. Well, I appreciate you saying that. I, I think that that's not always how Christy has been. I mean, Christy's always loved people, but I will say truly just through spiritual growth and understanding why I'm here on this planet. It's not about me. It's truly about God and what he wants to do through me. Mm -hmm. But it's even what he does through me is not for me. It's for his glory. Mm -hmm. So it's really about serving God and serving people. That's why I'm here. Mm -hmm. And that perspective shift came through a lot of hard lessons in life that are 100% worth it. I wouldn't have mm -hmm. the intimacy with God without those lessons. That shift really helped me focus on people other than myself. And man, that has made all the difference in the world. Mm. So we mentioned all three of us are married to extroverts. And mm -hmm. sometimes, I mean, I think like Anson said, we can get stuck in our own heads and our own way of thinking like, this is how I feel good when I'm having a hard time. So as an extrovert, how can introverts love their extroverted friends and family well. Oh, man. Um, plan a party for them. <laughs> uh, right. Get all their favorite people together. Mm. You say that for real. Yeah. Because but you're, yeah, like serious. when I talk to my wife about like, hey, your birthday's coming up. What yeah. do you want? What do you want to do? Mm. Her number one thing is like a surprise party. Like that, <laughs> that would literally be like her favorite thing yeah. in the world. That's your ideal. Yeah. And, and, and you as an introvert, does that like stress you out? Oh, to absolutely. Call yeah, all like, these people. Uh, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. And that would be, by the way, my least favorite thing. Right. Yeah. Like a bunch of people oh, yeah. jumping out and surprising. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah, no, thanks. no way. Like, yeah. But it's literally true. Like a party with a bunch of people is yeah. Yeah, the like, people that I love. Yeah. That, that would be amazing. Mm. I think probably just giving them opportunities to express themselves. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I think we love to talk and we love to share and we're really great about sharing our feelings. That's a mm. common extrovert. That's true. Trait. Mm. We're pretty open and honest about sharing what's going on in our mind. We just process out loud a lot. So yeah. Not shutting an extrovert down, but asking those questions like, hey, what are you thinking? Or what do you think about this? And giving them that chance mm. to talk. I really feel bad for the person that's going to be in, in my room in the nursing home one day. <laughs> Chances are they'll be like, shut her up. <laughs> uh, no. But yeah, what, what, can, what can we as extroverts do for you, for you as introverts? Oh, gosh. I think one of the things that makes me feel most loved is when the extrovert seeks me out and asks my opinion mm. because it's natural. I think, you know, like you said, you're open, you naturally share things. It, it's kind of automatic for you, but I naturally withhold. Mm. And so I assume people don't want to know what I think unless they ask. Oh, wow. And yeah. so when an extrovert asks me like, what are you thinking? How are you doing? How are you feeling? And then gives me time to like mm. process an answer. I feel so 
loved. I'm like, oh, they actually, they want to know. Yeah. <laughs> and I think communicating is just huge in general. Yeah. Bree and I have like, we've made this dumb agreement where it's just like, <laughs> I will be quiet either when I'm just quiet or when I'm mad. And for Bree, she's like, oh, oh is it the- <laughs> which one is it? <laughs> right. Yeah, so we just stressful. have a thing where if I'm ever frustrated or mad about something, even if it's small, I owe it to her. And I just say, I am mad. And that, that way she at least knows like, OK, he's mad. We're going to talk about this in a minute. He needs to like process hmm. just giving space to communicate is super huge. Yeah. Communication does seem to be an important cornerstone of relationships in general. Mm-hmm. But certainly when you have two people that are very different in a yeah. particular way, mm-hmm. because as much as we learn and mature over time and we understand that people are not like us. I come back to Christy, your point that you made just a few minutes ago, that the vast majority of the time we're thinking about ourselves Mm -hmm. and that's just human nature. And we all do that. And because we do that, we also have a tendency to see the world through our own lens, through Mm -hmm. our own eyes. Mm -hmm. And we just make assumptions without even meaning to Mm -hmm. that everybody in the world works the way that we do. Yes. And so even though we know that's not true, I think we make those assumptions at times in like the heat of the moment. And we have to like, kind of prick our minds and mm-hmm. remind ourselves like, mm-hmm. oh, no, wait, like that person's acting this way because they're not like me. Right. Mm. And they approach this a different way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those moments are so important because it helps to kind of break us out of those assumptions. Yeah. Assumptions yeah. and yeah. that like self-focus. Yeah. And it, yeah. it kind of shatters that and goes, oh, no, that person is a different person from me. Mm. They think about things differently than I do. And I have to take that into account. Right. Have to be and it's okay. Right. It's and like, it's okay. Even it's even yeah. what makes them valuable and unique and yeah. different. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. It would be such a boring place if we were all the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Right? And, and I have a question for you guys, just as introverts also, when you are at a party mm-hmm. and you're kind of sitting over on the side lines, just soaking it in, right? Sometimes mm. over in the in deep sidelines in the corner. <laughs> yeah. In the you, closet. Deep sidelines. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> We're hardly, you know, not saying a whole lot. What are you thinking in that moment? Are you thinking, I hope one of these extroverts comes over and talks to me, or are you thinking, get me out of my life right now? <laughs> Both. Yeah. <laughs> That's a that's a good question. Sometimes it can be, I think, one or the other or even a little bit of a mix of both. I usually, though, when I'm at like a situation like that, I do appreciate when somebody bails me out. Yeah. Like when somebody comes over. Yeah. Introduces themselves because I don't have the strength (laughs) within me to force myself to do that sometimes. Mm. Yeah. And so when somebody else does that first step for me, it takes a lot of energy to get that started. Yes. Yes. And so when someone like takes on that, that work of like getting the ball rolling. Mm-hmm. Then okay, then I'm good. I think the other part of that is just because I'm standing on the sidelines doesn't necessarily mean I'm unhappy though. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, that's I'm, true. I'm, I'm not necessarily standing over there because like I'm brooding and I'm unhappy. Right. I'm true. Isaac mad. Right. I'm like, you know, right. I, I'm okay with kind right. of standing on the sidelines and observing what's right. going on. Sometimes we're right. just observing and yeah. taking yeah. it all in. Yeah. And when someone comes over and talks to me and I have a really good conversation with you and then that's it. And I go home. I can leave that right going, wow, I had a really good time talking to that one person. Yeah. Yes, like, right. I don't need to talk to every single yeah. person in the room. Yeah. But I, I'm not opposed to like, right. I, I'm, I'm sometimes no. I'm very thankful when someone comes yeah. up and is like, hey, I want to include you and I right. want to speak to you and, and mm-hmm. I'm genuinely interested in you. I agree. Yeah. Like, that's a filling thing. I think like, it's it's yeah. quality over quantity. Yeah. yeah. Like, I want, yeah. I want a genuine connection with someone. Yeah. And if it happens, like, that's great. Like, that's, mm-hmm. yeah. That's a win. It's yeah. a total win. But I don't need like to connect with every single right. person at the party. I can't. Right. But if one person seeks me out, I'm like, oh, that was so great. Well, see, as an extrovert, I feel like if I'm at the party, I want to make sure everyone feels seen. Yeah. Oh, so right. if, if I see so someone over there that's not talking to anyone, I'm like, oh, so I'll go over there and, yeah. and have a conversation. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's interesting just when you say when you see one of uh, an introvert sitting on the sidelines, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're unhappy or they're over there brooding or something. Yeah. Yeah. If you see an extrovert doing right. that, <laughs> they are. then they they're are. unhappy. So something has happened that's wrong. They're mad. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Something's no. up. Right. So, yeah. so it's interesting. It's a there's a, yeah. And also, you know, I have a, a good friend. She is introverted to hardcore introvert. Okay. And we will leave a party 
And I will think like in my mind now I've grown in this, but at first I would think that this person just hated being there always. Oh. I was, I was, yeah. and, but I remember one time we were driving and I said, Hey, scale from one to 10. How was that party? She was like 10. Oh. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. I thought you were miserable. I thought she was going to say right. it too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, and you're smiling, yeah. Isaac. You're yeah, like, no, you're I like, totally uh, get I've that. I've had that experience with Brie multiple times. Oh, that's yeah. funny. Yeah. It's like wow. shocking to the extrovert yeah. because we're expecting this, you know, I don't know. <laughs> that was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's really interesting. That's yeah. so funny. That also, if funny. there's an animal at the party, I just, I just got to say it helps so much. Yes. Like, uh, introvert. like if I can mm. focus on a animal yeah. even for like five minutes as oh, a yeah. distraction i'm like i feel so much better okay dogs are a gift dogs and cats yeah. are a gift Perfect. okay well gatherings. when i have a party karen you come over yeah. i'm gonna hand you my dog yes. immediately yes and i'll be fine everything yeah. will be good 100%. Okay. all right guys it is time for us to wrap up the final podcast of 2021 Woo. we did it Yay. and instead of drawing a blank we're gonna fill one in Here's our fill in the blank for this year's final episode. One way I can do a better job of supporting my extroverted friends is. I think um, for me, just telling them the things that I appreciate about them, mm. telling them the things that I see that they bring to the world that are so valuable, because yeah. I know for me, that's helpful to hear yes. as an introvert and probably spend a little bit too much time sometimes thinking about all of my contributions. And like, yeah. it's important for us to tell each other, like, I really value that you bring this thing to our team or our relationship, or our family. Yeah, that's so good. I think being generous with time, emphasize quality time with them acknowledging that where I might can go in a longer stretch without seeing people or checking in on people, it mm. does them a world of good to just check in and talk, whether it's five minutes or two hours. I think that that's worth doing. I think for me, it's being willing to occasionally leave my comfort zone. Mm. Oh, that's good. And step out into something that I know they would really enjoy. Yeah. But yes. that scares me a little bit. Yeah. Like there are definitely times where I have to go like, all right, this isn't my jam. This isn't my thing. Mm -hmm. But one, I know that you need it and I know mm. that you love it and that you would feel very loved and appreciated if I participated in it with you. Exactly. Right? Not begrudgingly, not like yeah. whining, but yeah. like excited, like dive into this thing with you. Yes. Right? But then also don't tell any of them. But usually when I do those things, <laughs> right. I end up going like, well, that wasn't that so was, bad. Actually that was actually kind of good, too. They can't know that, though. I know. So that's a secret. So we're just going <laughs> to hide that here at the end of the podcast. Keep that between us. And uh, yeah, don't tell anybody. <laughs> All right. They're expecting us over at Santa's workshop. We got to go. Let's go. Thanks for listening to the Really Real Pot. Headphone. Battery. Low. Nah, just kidding. <laughs> that was me. You're probably fine. Get more content or air your grievances in the Real FM Facebook group at real.fm slash insiders. Tune in next time to hear Anson, Kara, and Isaac say... I'm vulnerable to pickles, I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs>